Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Songwriting Saves the World. If you are listening on Spotify right now, you can like and download and follow. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can comment and like and follow. And if you're listening on SoundCloud, you can also comment and like and follow. Yeah. Make sure to <laughs> yeah. Make sure to keep up with us on social media. Our Instagram is at Songwriting Saves the World. Mm-hmm. Our Twitter is at Song Saves World. And make sure For you sure. get your friends and family to like it on facebook because we know that they're on there they all day on there all day at your songwriting aunts, saves the your world your uncles your all cousins they're on facebook don't especially lie in quarantine for real and if you really really like these episodes you can support us on patreon for four dollars a month you get extra content like song breakdowns from guests um we cool asked them to to give an origin story of some of our of one of our favorite songs from them and um yeah you also get a songwriting saves the world laptop sticker that's pink and pretty and we have it on our laptops Mm -hmm. so love it at songwriting saves the world on patreon all right let's get into it let's get into it this episode (laughs) we decided to do something a little different a little diff and q a yeah so you guys can get to know us a little better because, see, I figured we're almost at episode 20. This coming out is going to be episode 18, and I like to round up. So I was like, okay, that's close to 20. It's been like 17 episodes or something since we did an episode Just Us, and we figured we've been doing all these interviews, which has been amazing and awesome, but like you guys don't know who we are. Yeah, right now we're just two voices that you hear. We're just two voices in your head. Yeah. <laughs> Just speaking in your ears all the time. So <laughs> we figured we'd do a and a We asked for questions from y'all on Instagram. And we're going to just, we're going to do some quick fire answers. And hopefully it'll be fun. All right, I'm also eating kettle corn. Yum. Hopefully ASMR? like ASMR. <laughs> so the first question is, mm. Anik, why do you think Bad Bunny, J Balvin, and Reggaeton generally are so good? And my answer to that would have to be that they just, it's the energy that they bring to it. Because realistically, I have no idea Mm. what the hell they're saying Mm because they speak Spanish. But for whatever reason, the vibes are just right. And I hate that I just said that, but it's true. No, no, no. Vibes are important. They are. I like it too. I like a good, I like a good dance energy. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what you guys are saying, but this hits. There's that. Yeah. They're amazing. Also, Bad Bunny got engaged. I had no idea. (laughs) I found out this morning. Did he really? Yes. To who? His, his girlfriend. I have no idea what her name is, but well, I know yeah, they've been dating for a while. I don't. She's not like a famous Aww. person. I think that she's just his Puerto Rican, like someone he knew from home. I love love. Yeah, I was like, that's so cute. Next question, guys. Dead or alive, who would you want to write with at this very moment? Do you have an answer? Do you want to go first? Yeah, my well, answer okay, is the guys, most obvious. We'll tell you the little. We'll tell you a little secret. We recorded this episode yesterday, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then we had computer issues, so we're doing it again. So we, I was wondering, like we know each other's answers already, but like I was thinking maybe I'll like change it up to like surprise you, <laughs> to throw some spice into the mix. Well, yesterday I was surprised. Okay. Well, then maybe I can't think of a better one. Wait, but yours is. Mine is still Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Because she's just like my everything. Yeah, she's really, she's everyone's everything. Yeah. I think if anyone was queen of the world, it's definitely her. 
I would love for her to be queen of the world. She would fix everything, I feel like. We would live in an amazing world if Taylor Swift was queen of the world. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be heaven. Mine, um... Mm. Okay, fine. I'll just give the same answer. <laughs> Corona. <laughs> Stop. My answer is Bob Marley. And See? here's the thing. Yesterday, I was... Mm, I was, like, choosing between... When I was thinking about this question, I was like, first instinct, Carol King. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I've said this before. I think I've even said it before on this podcast. I love Carol King really deeply. She's a big inspo. She's mm-hmm. a queen. She's a legend, right? Um, but when I was like, who would I want to write with right now at this very moment? I just thought three little birds. I just thought... Don't worry, be happy. I just thought Bob Marley. Okay. And I have a my favorite t-shirt that I wear like every single day is a really oversized red t-shirt like with Bob Marley's picture on it. And it's like uh-huh. my favorite thing. So I feel like he's like with me all the time. That's fair. So I, f- I often wear that shirt when I go to sessions and well go do virtual sessions anyway because it's my inspiration shirt. I think that that's a great answer and Bob Marley's a perfect person. So Perfect person. Like, okay. I feel like the vibes in that session would just be amazing. Exactly. That's what I need. I need some positivity. I mm-hmm. need to not worry and be happy. And I really feel like he would bring that out. He yeah. would bring out that energy in me. I agree. And in the room. Okay. Next one. The next song is top five favorite albums. Mm-hmm. Which is still so hard. It's still hard. I think... Okay. <sighs> I, ro- I thought about this and I wrote it down. So I'll do quick fire my answers even though like obviously this changes but I went for like the ones that I already know like withstand the test of time yeah so the ones that like obviously there's new albums that have come out recently that I'm like I love this like we were talking about I'm allergic to dogs by Remy Wolf love that album like but that's really recent so I haven't figured out if it will be good in 10 years I think it will um but actually now that i said 10 years that might be misleading because some of these albums i'm about to say have not been out for 10 years (laughs) mine are the thrill of it all sam smith the hairspray soundtrack the best damn thing avril lavigne arrival abba and cuz i love you lizzo i mean leave me on an island with those five albums and you're happy and i'm happy sam smith and lizzo i guess have not been 10 years but i just know like i have no doubt about those two yeah i agree and especially the thrill of it all is one of mine as well and Mm -hmm. that is an album that like i don't skip a track i love every single single song so that one for sure um islands by bears den (laughs) perfect world by codeline okay okay. i'm gonna say i'm gonna say this again because i think it's funny anique has she's a never-ending fountain of random indie bands (laughs) and i swear to god like i laughed so hard when like (laughs) yesterday when we did this the first time and she said bearstead and i was like okay again (laughs) again what is this you're gonna have like treetop like mountain <laughs> hill like eagle sun all these like woo, like <laughs> now that the bands aren't great i know they are i know they are because anique sent me music for a rainy day when i needed <laughs> car ride music uh, a couple days ago and they were all like these like 
acoustic indie bands that I was like, oh, I love it. It's great. But it's just so funny because I swear, like, every song of the week that we do like on this podcast, she pulls something new. I'm like, where are you getting this? Like, do you, are you going to, like, some folk festivals I just, like, don't I know about? I love that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We should go to a folk festival. Dude, and, I was like, supposed to because of my internship. Yeah. Anyway, but... <laughs> next year okay oh wait oh did you give all yours okay so the thrill of it all islands by barris den in a perfect world by codaline mm-hmm. um read by taylor swift and I'm su- okay i'm surprised sorry i just got kettle corn but i am surprised by read by taylor swift really because i feel like my theory about why you say that is because of all too well is on there <laughs> And that song, we've agreed, is her best song. Like, her best yeah, song ever. For sure. Also, I Almost Do is on there, right? Yep. I love that one, too. But I'm just surprised because I feel like, overall, it's not mm-hmm. her best album. I know, but I, I but love it, All Too Well. It's such, a, it's such a paradox because her best song is on that album. I have to do Red because of All Too Well. You know, I was thinking about this when I was picking, like, which ABBA album to put on my... Mm thing because i was like okay well super trooper is on super trooper but uh-huh. dancing queen is on arrival and i was like what do i do but i had to go with where dancing queen was because you can't have abba if you don't have dancing queen exactly sometimes you just have to go with it yeah but that's why yeah i figured i mean it has to be done yeah okay and then the weekend oh yeah yeah, yeah. which album it was beauty behind the madness Kettle corn, ASMR. <laughs> That's it. That's I think those are good picks. But yeah, I definitely think that folklore and heard it in a past life would be on there. But like I said, mm. test of heard time, it like past it life, hasn't. Yeah, it yeah. hasn't gone through the test of time yet. But I think they will. But they just haven't yet, so I can't. I agree. I can't give it to them. Maggie Rogers, heard it in a past life, almost got on there though. It's for me. such a good album. It's really good, and say it is my favorite. Yeah, say it is so good. I love, I love that, that one. one. Okay, next question. Um, <laughs> this one's from Rachel Bachner. What's it Rachel. like being my best friends in the whole wide world? <laughs> Rachel, I will say it, it is, is an so amazing good. feeling. And I wake up, I every, wake day. up every day. Yeah. <laughs> Jake, we, we I just thank that. the goddesses. <laughs> Me too. Every single day I wake up and I'm grateful. I know, it feels like a hug. A warm like hug. A warm Our hug. friendship feels like a warm hug group hug and i hope rachel that you feel the same way and you can let us know Me too. you can you can um comment comment below. comment below rachel and tell us and tell us how you feel about our friendship we would love to know the people <laughs> want to know okay next one what inspired you to start the podcast mm, we have been asked this one before yeah i think sasha should take this one <laughs> you always say that um okay well i think it was a bunch of reasons one of them being another creative outlet obviously we're Mm -hmm. songwriters we do a lot of that a lot of the singing a lot of the songwriting and talking is is another is another outlet for that another and we love to talk we We love love to talk and a lot of um like my friends and our friends are songwriters and I find that like Basically, the content of this podcast is just, like, what our, like, 
like group FaceTime calls are. Like it basically mm-hmm. is just like what we love to talk about and like we love to just like be excited about songwriting and that's basically what it is. We also um I know it's important like to both of us to even as we're like building a platform even before we like can reach lots of people or anything like that to from the very start be like focused on inclusivity and creating like positive communities and communities Mm -hmm. that are uplifting for women and just for everyone and so the podcast felt like a way that we could do that I know that like I love like the organization she is the music and like women that rock like things like that I have followed for a long time and um just really like appreciated and wanted to be part of and so Mm -hmm. this is kind of like our start at giving a space where people can share their share their experiences and document their journeys in like a really supportive um inclusive environment yeah and also in a way that feels true to like artists who are just starting out yeah because a lot of the time it's like people who are already at the top of their game Mm -hmm. it's interesting to see like our perspective as people who are just kind of navigating their way and figuring things out and just a community of people doing that. Yeah, it's like we're all growing together. I don't know if that's cheesy. Still growing. I'm still growing. (laughs) That's what's on your, um, what's it? Your bag, right? Yeah. Rachel made, ooh, shout out (laughs) Rachel Bachner's um, Redbubble shop. shop. (laughs) Insane. It's so good. She makes like bags and stickers and stuff and she has one that has a little plant that says still growing. So at that, go cop it. Everyone can go get it. Okay, um, what's your favorite thing about working together and least favorite if there is one? Ooh, Ooh that's really tea. Please um, tell me, Anique. Honestly, like I said yesterday, you're going to laugh, but mm-hmm. the first thing I would say is that you are a... Well, I just got the word. Oh, you have a lot of follow funny through. because I know I was going to say. I was like, really? <laughs> yeah, I, know. I was like, I was say. like... I was about to say you're a follow through, but I'm like, that's not real. You have a lot of follow through, which is really important, I think. And from the beginning that we started working together, because Sasha and I met early on in our songwriting experience at our at NYU. Mm -hmm. Songwriting from the first day, it was a whole experience. Yeah. And from the first day, we worked really well together, and I think that's just like your energy. You make me feel like very comfortable, and like it's a safe space to like go out and give ideas and you Mm. understand and listen i think that you're a great communicator you're really on top of your shit for someone who's 17 (laughs) like it's insane we never said how old we are on this podcast i have no idea i don't think we have i'm 22 i'm 17 (laughs) you're really on it like you are always on top of things you're super resourceful and you're very you have a really go-getter mentality so it's like if you want to do something you set your mind to do it and you will do it and I think it's really really cool and I love it and you're just sunshine and happiness and just a really cool person to work with all together you're sunshine and happiness really great ideas super creative and smart and just wow the hype up that this question created and the only thing I don't like is that we don't live in the same place. Yeah, that one's tough. But we've said we've, we've said before, I think, but I'm in Massachusetts and 
And I'm in Miami. Miami. Coronavirus hotspot, <laughs> baby. Wear a mask. PSA. I, I do. Everyone and wear everyone a mask. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. That makes me feel emotional. Okay. Well, okay. Let me get my answer. Let me get my answer <laughs> up here. So, you are um, ditto to all the things you said to me because <laughs> same. But also, you were very like creatively spontaneous is like my favorite thing. Like people that are just like, oh yeah, let's go climb a mountain. Let's go surfing. Let's go to the <laughs> movies. Like whatever. People that are always down for something new. You're like that, but you're like that in writing. You're like that in just in like the businessy part of working on this podcast you're like that in life like you're like oh yeah let's <laughs> move to new york let's go do this let's go do that and you have so much like optimism and energy that just like seeps out of you and even though like we're so far away i can feel it through our skype not skype calls Aww. we don't skype our zoom calls and our facetime calls <laughs> and it really just like it feels like such like a buoy it's a funny word, but I'm going to the beach tomorrow, so like, like yeah, a buoy, yeah, like I something know. that like the thing that keeps things afloat, and like a light, and I just it really makes like um, projects happen because you're always down to try, and you have that follow through as well, of like oh we're gonna important. try, and then we're actually gonna do it, which is like the most important thing, and you are a fabulous communicator, best communicator, mm. like like um when I. When I woke you up from your nap yesterday, <laughs> you didn't get mad. <laughs> when I had not. to, we, I was trying to write a title for yesterday's episode that came out, and I needed Anique to confirm it, and she had w- woken up at 5.30 in the morning to go <laughs> to the beach um, to film for a song that's coming out soon of Anique's, which is really cool. But um, shout out to that. But I, I, so I figured that you came home and fell asleep probably because you were tired. But I was like, oh, do I call her? Like, I don't want to like bother. But anyway, so I did end up calling her and waking her up for a nap. And she wasn't even upset at me. See, example of great communicator, great collaborator. <laughs> she really takes one for the team. Uh, <laughs> well, that's so sweet. Thank you. And, um, but like my favorite my favorite thing well okay well i said a lot of things i love about you but just like you know in the taylor swift documentary in americana Mm -hmm. where she said that one of the things that has been difficult about her journey was that she like climbed this mountain and then she was at the top and she didn't have anyone to high five and like that really struck me when i watched that and i was like that's so true everything's better when it when you're part of a team and like mm-hmm. working with you just in music on podcast as friends has really showed me like what is really beautiful and important about being part of a team mm-hmm. because you are like so amazing and everything is more possible and more exciting and more rewarding when we do it together and so the we the important we instead of like I'm gonna do this feels can feel scary or can feel overwhelming or isolating but now I in all these different ways like in my life say oh we're gonna do this and that yeah just feels so much better and I think that's an important lesson and uh, something I'm really glad to have oh thank you I love you that was a long-winded answer but come on guys you asked about our favorite thing about each other like you know we're gonna go off 
<laughs> we'll give you the cheese if you ask for it. We basically do that accidentally just all the time. That's true. <laughs> we'll do that too when we're writing. We do. We're like, oh my god, we'll so say like talented. one sort of cheesy thing, and then we're like, let's just go with it. Let's just, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's so hot in here. Okay, next oh, one. Same. The next ones I think we can combine because it's favorite guest so far and favorite episode. Mm-hmm. Those are hard. And honestly, yeah, I don't think that we have a favorite, a favorite because they've all been really, really insightful and cool. And we've loved all of them for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So it's a little hard to say, like, this one is my favorite and, like, this guest was my favorite. Because they all kind of had all different been dynamics. amazing. And I've learned something yeah. from everybody. Um, Every single one. And just, like, I've just been really grateful that, like, people have come on to, like, talk with us. And everyone's just been so absolutely angelic and friendly. And I've had the best time. So, like, I really cannot pick, like, a favorite. There's I've literally learned so much from everyone. Like, some of my favorite things people have said, um, when, like, Junya talked about manifestation and saying, like, the universe yeah. wants to reward you. I know I that. that we've both thought about that a lot. Yeah, I think about it almost every day because I feel like it's such a great way to look at the world. Yeah, it really is. Just, like, to, oh, like... I oh my gosh I love a Pinterest quote like don't hate me like I do you could probably tell if you follow us on Instagram at Songwriting Saves the World go plug that you will know we love quotes because we um, post some <laughs> weekly uh, <laughs> and we love Pinterest boards. we love Pinterest boards but I saw this quote one time that said um, in order for good things to happen to you you need to believe that you deserve them mm-hmm. and I was like that's so real that's so true you have to believe that that you are worthy of of positive things and i think that's kind of what dunya was getting at yep and it's so true so yeah i loved that i loved um rosie talking about just focusing on making art that you love and you believe in i think that's important and she was so yeah, awesome i think about that a lot too i loved i, I think loved about that, that episode. a lot because i feel like a lot of the time you're, like, so worried about how well things are going to perform and, like, mm-hmm. who's going to listen to it and stuff. But thinking about that, I'm like, no, if you work really hard on something and you're so proud of it, you need to be happy knowing that, like, you made that and that it's out and that you love it mm-hmm. and not stress yourself out too much about everything else. Obviously, we want you want other things to happen. You want people to hear mm-hmm. it. But it has to be, like, regardless, you're still happy with it and you still love it. Yeah. For real. So I love that the Rosie episode was really special. Yeah. The Ro- I only got it behind the scenes. I was so nervous. <laughs> oh, same. I was sweating. I was sweating. <laughs> but she was so nice. At first, I was trying to, like, keep my cool because I knew that Sasha was really nervous. <laughs> so I was like, one of us has to seem like... One of us has to not be fangirling. But then, like, right before... Like, before... I was like, I'm not nervous. Like, I'm fine. I'm like, Sasha, it's okay if you're nervous. nervous. I'm not nervous. <laughs> and then I opened up Zoom, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> it was so funny. The moments before, usually, like, Anik and I are on Zoom together for, like, five minutes or so before, like, if we have a guest, the guest, like, comes on to Zoom because we're, like, getting ready and preparing and stuff. And those five minutes... If, like, it's a guest that, like, it's a little nervy, you're like, oh, my God, they're really cool or something. 
I am so terrified. <laughs> We're both just like, oh my god, wait, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so funny, but that's why it's also been so great that everyone we've talked to has been like a light on this earth, like yeah. an angel. So yeah, favorite episode don't have don't have one, but love everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but got great things out of all of them. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um next question is what inspires your writing? What is your process? It's reversed. We always ask people that, and now the tables have turned. Yeah. Being on the other side of the question. Other side. Well, I feel like... Mm, okay, so I... It used to be different, but now... It used to be different when I didn't write as much, but now I write a whole lot. I write, like, every day, and so it's sometimes I am inspired, like, the kind of inspired that you're just going on a walk and you run home to like grab your instrument or something you're like oh I have something mm-hmm. to say I have something to get out there sometimes it's that but most of the time it's like okay I'm writing now and I'm gonna sit down like at my computer on my notebook with my guitar and I'm gonna work on something mm-hmm. and in that case it's just like I feel like how I have improved as a songwriter is expanding my toolbox of of ways to spark inspiration because I feel like you can't really work on something. You can't really start writing until you're inspired in some capacity and you don't have to be inspired when you first sit down, but like kind of getting, becoming more experienced as a writer is gathering ways that you know you can like spark your brain. And so sometimes that's like switching instruments or switching chords or pulling up a beat or like thinking about movies I've seen recently or books that I've read or other songs Mm -hmm. that I love where I'm like I want to do something similar to that and then I will kind of brainstorm and sometimes I'll write out like the story I'm trying to tell or I will just start with melodies and like do like a melody improv little session that I've been doing recently that I know melodies are really melodies are important so that's actually something that I've found a lot of like inspiration and like just honestly so much fun and it's just like turn on your voice memos and just and like play have like a chord progression repeating and then just mm-hmm. like sing just like sing melodies and if you find something that is kind of cool then like sing it over and over again until it gets like refined and then that can be a starting place for a song or that can just mm-hmm. be honestly even sometimes I do that when I'm not planning to like write something right then I just do that to like keep my mind like open because it's so Mm -hmm. easy to fall into like the same patterns of writing things that sound similar especially if you're using the same chords or you're just kind of in a place where your thoughts are stagnant and Mm -hmm. so like melody improv is like so I don't know I don't have a good name for that but it's it's so like it's such a good way to change it up a little bit just like free I'm yourself just that. like and just sing stuff is just like weird and whatever comes to mind i'm definitely gonna have to start doing that that sounds like a really it's good so idea. fun it's kind of like when we did that sound meditation thing i love yeah that. and people were just singing yeah it's kind of like that but um and then after that i guess if i'm if i'm alone then that's what i do and if i'm with other people in a co-write then like it's usually just a little, it's basically the same thing, just a little more planned out, like, to keep everyone on the same page. There's often mm-hmm. a, a shared Google Doc. There's often more of a of a structured 
framework for what the song is going to look like that's written out. There's a conversation going on before. There's a conversation before so that everybody knows what we're trying to say. And then it's just, you just go from there, you know? That's my answer. Yeah. What's your answer? Um, My inspiration, well, my creative process is basically, for the longest time, it was just, and it still is for the most part, I'll just kind of pick up my guitar and play around with chords mm-hmm. over and over again. What's interesting is that I always hear, like, plucking and, like, things in my head, but I can't play them. Mm. So, like, I'll think of, like, melodies and stuff to certain things that I cannot play. I'll just, like, strum a chord. But, yeah, I would just keep playing chords and then kind of, like, think up lyrics. And mm-hmm. I have a running list on my phone of things oh, that right, I yeah. hear. Same. Yeah. Of things that I hear or things that I see that make me think of something else. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I mean, that's really what I do for the most part. I just, after NYU started becoming more kind of, I guess it changed the way that I write is that I think through the things that I write about mm-hmm. more. I kind of like give it more thought than I did before mm-hmm. and refining things. But other than that, I really just, I don't have much structure to the way that I do things. I just kind of like sit and whatever I'm feeling at the time yeah. is what I write. But I want to start writing more, so I've started trying to write about movies or if I, I love read doing something. And, yeah, <laughs> I, I love movies, fun. so I write about movies all the time. Yeah, I didn't really head. do it before, but after that, I was like, I don't really have that many things to write about. Personally, I'm not doing much. Mm. So I'll like, watch a movie, watch a show, write about it, hear something that I think is interesting, write about it, and just like, yeah. Yeah. For co-writing, I think, it makes me nervous. It's always scary. You know, it's always scary. Yeah. It's interesting because Sasha, you would never, <laughs> ever be able to tell that Sasha is nervous during I a co-writing session. Because, I tell you I'm nervous. Like, but you never seem nervous. Like, when I'm nervous in a co-writing session, I'll be really quiet at first and scared to share my <laughs> ideas. Sasha will literally be like, yeah, I'm nervous. And then we'll be the first one to be, I think we should do this, this, this. <laughs> Except I'm like, what? And they're always fantastic ideas. Not always fantastic. I'm like, okay, you little songwriting genius. I see. Okay, but this is why I totally am nervous. I'm always nervous. I mean, because it's like a nerve-wracking thing to be like, oh, I'm just going to start like spilling my ideas to this stranger. If it's a stranger, it often is. Or someone you don't know well. But I guess, like, I don't That's just why I love songwriting because... Once it starts, like it, my like it starts, and then I am I might still be nervous, but I you like I don't know how to explain. Like I don't know how to explain this. I'm nervous before, but then once someone starts explaining their idea or playing like their instrument or whatever, I just like get in it. Once it starts, I'm like great. I'm gonna say something, <laughs> and now someone's gonna hate it, and no. I'm scared. And Sasha's like. And Sasha literally is like, I'm scared, but I have all these great ideas and you're going to love every no, single one of them. People do not love every single one of them. They're so good. Every time you see something, I'm like, so you're Sasha, nice to me. as you guys already know, what? What are you Sasha's say? literally a songwriting no. genius. <laughs> it's just bop after bop. Like, I will be sitting in my room you're talking about like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm blocked. Like, I have writer's block. Sasha, every single day, will send a new song that is so good. Stop. Warner Chapel, sign her, please. <laughs> she is so talented. At Warner Chapel. I mean, honestly. <laughs> at Warner Chapel. Like, you need Sasha 
to be one of your songwriters. <gasps> uh, are we really pulling so a Dunya? We're like, let's manifest. Yes, dude. Thank so you impressive. For s- I just am always blown Thank away. Thank you for I just that. Have to say that. I'm blown away by you. Stop. That's very kind. <laughs> You're being very kind. Wow. I thought the hype up section was done. Look at that. No, it never ends. Well, process. I like that you said in process um, when you were like, oh, I just like play something or, or look at something until it makes me think of something else. And you build from mm-hmm. there because I think I think that's really true that a lot of being a good songwriter is having just like absorbing a lot of information from being really observant in your world and your life not just in sessions it's not just about what you do there because it's about what you're thinking all day like what where your head's at is what you're going to bring to the session and the ideas that you're going to have so I feel that I always I you like I always love songwriters that I meet because they're very observant people Mm-hmm. And people who are very tuned in and really pay attention to what's going on around them and the other forms of art that they like um, absorb and listen to and watch and the events and their relationships, they are just really tuned in. And I think yeah. that if you're struggling, sometimes when I'm like, oh, I feel like I can't write, I feel like I'm blocked, I'm like, okay, maybe my brain needs needs new information i need some new stuff to be processing so go read a book go watch a movie go listen to a genre you don't listen to or go talk to a friend and just like listen to their life and life life and figure out what's going on there and just like firing up your brain is really what does it i feel like yeah because you can draw inspiration from so many places like songwriters i found just wow i'm always amazed by any songwriters listening which probably a lot of you are um <laughs> y'all are smart like y'all are smart and creative and observant so just remember that because if you are a writer then that's why because it's because you're smart and because you're musical and tuned in so you can do it you're doing great yes okay what's wow we really just went full inspiration mode <laughs> is this a is this Stop. I love a TED Talk. Why were we talking about TED Talks yesterday? Oh, we were talking about... Because I was talking about how I learned to take rejection. Oh, that's kind of the next question. You want to skip the advice one because we already talked about that, basically? Yes. Okay. The only thing that I do want to add is the Rosie thing when she said that if you're embarrassed to put it in a song, then you're headed in the right direction. Oh, yeah. That's really good advice. Because I love that. And it changed the way that I write in some... Like, in some cases. Because... I, like, didn't edit before, but mm. now I'll write something and I'm like, no, dig deeper. <laughs> so thanks, Rosie. Yeah, that's a really good one. That's a really hard one. I really struggle with that one. <laughs> yes. Like, saying things that are honest. I'm like, I can give you lyrics all day, but are they real to me? <laughs> are they, like, my life? No. You're, like, vulnerability? Um, um, <laughs> what's that? I'll we're pass. Aquarius. Thanks. Like, we're both Aquarii, so vulnerability next. Thank you very much. Nope. <laughs> I remember, oh my god, the first, the second co-write I ever did, wow, this is kind of tea, but the second co-write I ever did, um, I had never, like, obviously it was this, I was very new to, like, writing with other people, and we ended up writing about my, like, current friend breakup that I was, like, going through at the moment, like, at the time that it was happening, Mm-hmm. because there was like four people it was like the big one of the biggest car rides i've ever done there was like four other people besides me and mm-hmm. um 
like no one had any ideas and they were like okay do you have any ideas and I was like uh I mean I have I had like some stuff written down because I was nervous and I was like I don't know how to co-write what am I doing so I had some stuff in my notes and so I read some of the lyrics I had and they were like oh that's good let's use that and I was like okay like glad that they liked it I was like cool exciting second co-write ever let's do it and then they were like so they all just like sat these all the people were older than me very nice but all older than me and were more experienced at co-writing than me and they like knew how this went so they like sat back in their chairs and they're like so tell us about like the situation like tell us about like your friend and like what's going on and my Aquarius ass could not handle it. <laughs> I got so nervous. I literally got like teary eyed because I didn't want to talk about it, wasn't ready to talk about it. And mm-hmm. I had written lyrics out because I had only ever written alone. And so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there's song lyrics because this is what I would write right now if I was writing by myself. But I forgot I'm not writing by myself. And if we're going to write about this, I have to share. And then, um, like, oh. yeah, this, um, one of the ladies I was writing with was just super nice. And she was like, okay, like, let's just, like, talk about it. And, like, like I basically just had this conversation with her. And then as I was mm-hmm. talking to her, and I was, like, almost in tears, like, telling her about this. And she was, like, mm-hmm. writing down everything I said and turning it into lyrics. And then she, like, read back to me what I had said, but in lyric form. And I was like, this is so cool. And I just, like, fell in love with co-writing right then because I was like, that's that's magic. What you just did right now is magic. That is really And then cool. it's been so cool since then because... And didn't you do that in Grammy? Yeah, Grammy? I was going to say, like, since then I've had experiences as I've gotten more comfortable co-writing where, like, I have, like, helped other people over that barrier. So, like, if someone... Um, I was writing... A song with my friend where she was like going through a breakup and she was really like distraught about it and she wanted to write about it so I was like okay let's write about it and so she was just telling me her story and like being very emotional mm-hmm. and I was writing it down and sifting out like things that were good for lyrics and then I read back to her what she had said to me but like in song form and it's really cool when that happens it's really beautiful it's, you know it's it's the filter it's cool. anyway yeah so vulnerability was super hard that was I was shell-shocked I was that. like, what the heck? This is not what I signed up for. You're like, are you sure no one else has an idea? <laughs> it was crazy. Okay. Like, let's talk about your yeah. summer. <laughs> I was like, can we not? <laughs> um, what are you most proud of about the podcast? Hmm. Mm. I feel like just the fact that it exists. Yeah. Like the fact that we did it. We because did it. Because it was a very spur of the moment thing. <laughs> we did it. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know the rest Anything. of the words. That's the Dora final but song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud that it exists because it was just an idea that we had. And then we were like, that, you know, that spontaneity of yours. We were like, let's do it. Yeah. And we did and it. Like, okay. And it has just been so fun. It's been so fun, so rewarding. Like, the people we've gotten to talk to, I've learned so much. Me too. I feel every single episode I've learned something that is really, really important. Yeah, I always leave um, feeling inspired. And it's so cool that we get to, like, put it out there and share it. And I'm proud of our, like like we were talking about earlier, like documentation of, of people's stories just in a really 
in a way that feels true in a way that feels positive and yeah. true to like songwriters and musicians speaking of documentation yeah. and how we're you know doing it through our podcast mm-hmm. sash and i are actually launching a new <laughs> launching kind of like yeah we're, we launching. Are, we're launching it's Ooh, it sounds so I know. official <laughs> but we're doing something new we're going to be doing weekly episodes of black women mm-hmm. music about the history about black women in music who's who've been erased from the narrative yeah. and how influential they were and it's really rewarding because we're also educating mm-hmm. ourselves on a lot of things i mean i didn't know a lot of these things Same. i don't know if sasha did I didn't. but you know we kind of just decided that those voices also needed to be yeah. heard and it wasn't enough to just do an episode, so we're just going to do, a, do series. a series. And as we learn, we're going to share that information with you. Yeah, so there'll be our um, normal episodes will be out every Friday, and then we haven't picked the day of the week, but another day of the week, these episodes will come out. And I think yeah. um, with, like, the second wave of, not second wave, but the most recent wave of, like, the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, I was definitely looking at the areas in my life like the things that are important to me like music and whoa like how much am I missing about the narrative of the music industry if I'm not knowledgeable about the influence that the black community has had and black women in particular and so we were like if we are going to be using our voices in any capacity um in this community then we got to know and we got to share it yep so that will be coming out and hopefully it will be informational and you know helpful and eye-opening and you know fun so yeah yeah look out for that okay so song of the week and woman of the week song of the week and woman of the week i think you should go first (laughs) okay my song of the week is strange it is chances by westlife (laughs) i saw you listening to that today yeah so it's a song that i like i don't really know much about the artist they're like a british band i'm pretty sure but i i'm like i will learn about them but i just started listening to the song recently because i've been on a doctor who kick Mm. uh which honestly has been my whole life i am a whovian fun fact that you'll get from this episode yeah you anik is a whovian as well would you call yourself a whovian yeah yeah so we love doctor who and i've been watching it like since i was young but i i'm still young what am i talking about <laughs> but <laughs> but um i have been like re-watching i got hbo i got um actually my aunt's hbo password <laughs> thanks lily um and started watching it <laughs> again because hbo bought doctor who and i was like oh my gosh i can only watch it here now and i need to rewatch it and the episode, I think season five, it might be season six, I think season five, where Matt Smith is the doctor and Amy Pond is the companion. And um, they, it's a Vincent Van Gogh episode, Vincent Van oh, Gogh. Yeah. And um, I really love that episode and I was rewatching it. And then the last part where they bring him to a modern museum to show him like the impact that he had on art. Yeah. And, like, he cries, and it's so emotional. And there's a song in the background that is, like, 
really triumphant sounding. It's like huge. It sounds like a big orchestra, and it goes like, "It's all about your cries and kisses," and like it's just a really beautiful song. And then I had watched the episode, and then the whole day after that, like I hadn't really registered, like, "Oh, that's the song I'm humming," but I've been humming it. I was like, mm-hmm. "Na na 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 na." I was like, "What is that?" And I thought, like, that must be a really famous song or something. I was like, "I bet that's because it kind of sounds like it would be a really famous song." Mm-hmm. And it, it's not, it's, it is like popular, but it's not like super, super well known. And I had no idea where I had heard it. And then I went like around like all day yesterday asking like all my friends, <laughs> like humming that for them. I was like, it's all about you. And I was like, do you know that song? Do you know it? Like, you must know it. I think it's a really famous song. And they're like, no, I have no idea what that, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and then <laughs> I like looked, I like looked it up on youtube when i got home and like the first thing that came up was that scene like the vincent van gogh in the Mm -hmm. museum scene with it in the background i was like oh it's from doctor who but it's just really good like the song is really good (laughs) and it's very emotional because it's tied to that very beautiful scene in this sci-fi art that doctor who is amazing show your turn my song of the week this week is Pick Me by Wafi, I think. That's how oh, I was listening to that yesterday. I love that song. And one of the things that I will say that this podcast has done for me is that it's made me seek out more women to listen to. Because mm. I realized by doing this podcast that my music library was all dudes for whatever reason. <laughs> and Terrible. there's nothing wrong with that. All great songs, all great albums, well. great people. But, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with the fact that I listen to them. But... Yeah. All great songs, great people, not saying that they're bad, but mm-hmm. I only know wonderful, talented female artists and songwriters, and there aren't enough of us in the actual industry. Mm-hmm. And so the definition, the I can't speak today. It definitely made me take a look at myself and like look at my music library and be like, no, I need to seek out the people that aren't being advertised to me 24-7. True. And yeah, so I found her like that. And that song's really good. I, I love that, that song. song. It makes me just feel like amazing. If I listen to it. Force um, my hand, I pick me every day, every night. Every <laughs> single week. It's so good. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't know much about her. I will look mm-hmm. into her more and more, but I love the song. I think that it is really well written, it's fun, it's happy makes me feel like I'm on top of the world and I'm unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you just have to choose yourself. Yeah, all the times. <laughs> like, um, all the time, thank you. Okay, my woman of the week is an artist named Celeste, mm. who full name is actually Celeste Epiphany Wait, which is such a pretty name epiphany i'm like is that an artist name or were you born with that name like crazy um Hi. but her her like name on spotify is celeste and um she's a soul singer as a teen she did like vocals for like avici and like other dance producers mm-hmm. and now she makes like soulful like jazzy music oh, cool. and i started listening to her first like I think, like, December, I heard her song Cocoa Blood, which Mm -hmm. I really strongly recommend you listen to and anyone listening to this podcast right now listens to because it's just so good. And it feels kind of, like, of a different time, Mm -hmm. but also, like, she has... Her her voice kind of sounds like a 
mix of like um Adele and Etta James and Nora Jones. Mm-hmm. Like it's beautiful. Like she has like a beautiful voice. And her voice I feel like kind of has like this modern touch and the songs feel like very classic soul and she's really good. She won a Brit Award and a BBC Music Award and was named the number one predicted breakthrough act of twenty twenty in um an annual BBC poll like from music critics. So everyone go listen to Celeste. Everyone go listen to Celeste. I'm going to listen to her. I haven't heard of her. Well, I didn't hear about her till now, but I definitely will listen to her now. I'll send you Cocoa Blood. Thank you. My woman of the week, I'm, I think I've, I don't know if I've done this person. I can't know. I need to write it down. I don't know if I did her song or if I did her. Mm-hmm. Billy Martin, I think I did her song. I think you did her song. Yeah. So Just do it again. Wo- Billy Martin's great. Yeah, my woman of the week is Billy Martin. Love She's her. She's a British singer-songwriter, and she is so her songs and her voice is just so soothing. It makes me feel like I'm walking through a field of flowers in like a beautiful flowy dress, barefoot, and like mm-hmm. the sun is setting and life is just beautiful. Yeah, that's I where I go when Billie I close Martin. my eyes and I listen to her music. Like her song Live, was that the one you picked for the song of the week? I think so. Yeah, and she's just like, all I want is to like write music with my friends and yeah. like, yeah. I was like, travel. I feel that. That's really real. Yeah. She's like folky, indie. Mm-hmm. Her voice magic. is like, her voice is like magic. Her voice yeah. sounds like sparkles or something. It's it crazy. Does. It really, it has like this soft, soft like tone. It's just, soft oh, gives me goosebumps. Yeah, so amazing. So definitely check her out if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. I actually discovered her because of Sasha. And um, that was a great one. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I have one right wrapping up question that I've been thinking about a lot. I think I know what your answer is going to be. Oh, my gosh. But Wow, what? There's another question. I wasn't prepared. What do you think is more important? Like, obviously, they're both <gasps> important when creating a song. Uh-huh. But do you think melody is more important or lyrics? Mm-hmm. Um, I, you're gonna, this is like the most boring answer. Like, you're gonna hate this answer, but actually, mm, wow. Okay, I'm gonna say they, you need to have like a great melody. I would say the same thing. I was gonna pick, I was gonna like go on and be like, oh, you need both, which you often do, but then I was gonna. You'd be like, you definitely you can do need both. Like to make a great song, you need melody and lyrics. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. And then I thought about but jazz music. I thought yeah. about like I listened to "In a Sentimental Mood." So I couldn't say that "In a Sentimental Mood" um, by Duke Ellington's like version like all the time, and like mm-hmm. Mozart and these like symphonies and these pieces don't have lyrics, but yeah. uh, something with lyrics and no melody is just a poem. It's not a song. I think melody as well, and part of the reason is because I listen to a lot of Spanish music, and I have no mm. idea what the hell they're saying, yeah. but if the melody's good, I'm still, like, jamming. singing along and jamming, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. so I think we, yeah, I yeah. agree. I was I just curious, because I've been thinking about it a lot recently. Anyway, we love question. you guys so much. Thanks I so much for you, listening. Yeah, I hope you guys feel like you know us a little more now. <laughs> We're not just two voices you listen to. This was really our, like, a FaceTime call, basically. Yeah. If you ever wondered... Our, like, being crackheads. Yeah, exactly. 
You ever wondered why it takes us hours to get things done? Because we start, <laughs> we're like de- back to business and then we go off on tangents. So Yeah, for real. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Hope you liked it and we will see you next week. See you next week. Mwah. Bye. Even in the dark I see your face.